Well, hello everybody. I am Louise Eddington, the Cosmic Owl of Cosmic Owl Astrology, and here with the Weirdly Cosmic podcast for the Capricorn New Moon that is going to occur on January the 2nd, 2022. And boy, do I have a lot to say about that. But before I do, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself if you don't know me. I am um, a soul astrologer. I offer consultations and I really help people tap into uh, deep acceptance of who they are and also to create a life in harmony with their chart rather than fighting against it. I'm a great believer in working with what you've got. But anyway, um, I'm also the author of two books, well three, but the next one's not to be published till March. And the first one was Modern Astrology and the second one is The Complete Guide to Astrology. And The Complete Guide to Astrology is actually, I think it's number three today in all astrology books. It was number one for ages, but it's still well up there. Anyway, check those books out. And um, also you can find me on Facebook as Cosmic Owl Astrology. Absolutely everywhere. Oh, so we're heading into 2022. I'm recording this on appropriate, appropriately enough, December the 20th. So twos again, because the two is showing up so much in this chart and it's showing up, of course, on the fact the fact that the new moon is on the second in the year 2022. So that's a lot of twos. <laughs> so we'll look at the numbers and everything. But first, let's have a little look at the chart and then we'll dive into um, to talking about it. So... This new moon is at 12 degrees Capricorn, 20 minutes. All right, so more twos there. It's actually the third new moon at 12 degrees. We had a new moon, uh, a Scorpio new moon, and then we had the total solar eclipse on December the 4th. So this is the start of the next lunar cycle after the uh, the eclipse. Now, some things to note. This, uh, for those that you can't see, I'll try and describe it. This new moon is kind of a, pretty much at the midpoint between Saturn in Aquarius at 12 degrees and Mars at 14 degrees Sagittarius. But the new moon is also in a trine aspect, really the closest major aspect is an aspect to Uranus in Taurus, who is pretty much at a standstill on this new moon because Uranus is stationing to turn direct on January the 14th, I think. Let me let me just check that. I've just kind of had a blank there. I had it all in my head. Yes. No, January the 18th. All right, but he's at his station degree, not the minutes. So anyway, but that's um, kind of a bit of a awakening new moon. It's kind of like a shockers out of our complacency, if you like. So we'll we'll be looking at all of that. A couple of other things to note. 
are we have a whole lot of planets and energy at zero and one degrees. Um, Mercury is at zero degrees Aquarius, which is the same degree that Jupiter and Saturn met on December the 21st, 2020. And that's a really hot degree for so many reasons. It keeps being highlighted over and over again as we move into the age of Aquarius. Jupiter is at zero Pisces, so Jupiter will have moved into Pisces. So there's a lot of new beginnings there, so we'll talk about that as well. And Jupiter is actually square to the lunar nodes, who are still at one degree on this new moon. They've been at one degree for weeks because of the eclipse season. I use what's called the osculating calculation of the nodes, the true calculation where they move back and forward and back and forth a little bit. And that really kind of shows they're slowing down in eclipse season. The, the nodes do not seem to move for a while during eclipse season and and that kind of intensifies the eclipse energy. And um, so Jupiter squaring the nodes is quite a big turning point. So we'll be looking at that as well. Um, the other thing um, I want to mention is that Venus, um, who is retrograde, has just turned retrograde as I uh, record this yesterday, will, is at 22 degrees of Venus. So you see like more twos. Um, and Venus um, is sitting on the degree where there was a massive conjunction of many planets uh, there was the Sun, Mercury, um, oh, Saturn, Pluto and Ceres. I think that was all of them at 22 degrees of Capricorn on January the 12th, 2020. So we are revisiting things that were launched then. And I think we kind of all can see what happened then. Um, but Venus is still conjunct Pluto and still square Eris. So so there's a bit of a shake up energy in this chart as well. So I'll come back to all of that. But first, the card. So I, I feel very hopeful about 2022. I don't kind of think we're out of the mire yet, but I do think it has huge potential. All right. Okay, so the card I pulled is one of my favourites, being a fiery person myself, the Prince of Wands. This is mastery of inspired creativity. This is just like really stepping into your creative zone in all areas of life. I'm not talking about art. Um, and for those of you that are just listening, the um, naked figure is riding a chariot with a crown a kind of, that's kind of like a halo with uh, spikes sticking out that are pointing up to the heavens. Um, behind it is all kind of fiery sparks pushing it along. The chariot's being pulled by a lion because this is a Leo energy card, which is a very creative sign. And the reins that are... Um, holding the lion are just tossed casually over the wrist of the um, of the naked figure as as if to say I'm trusting the flow um, the the um, the figure is also holding a staff 
which I think is actually an ibis bird, but it could be seen to be kind of a, um, it could also be seen to kind of be a bit of a phoenix and things. Anyway, but this either way is just kind of like, just letting the creative spark take you and drive you forward. And that's very relevant for a lot of what I'm going to talk about um, for this new moon. So again, I'm very excited <laughs> by this. So to just kind of go back a little bit to it being the, the third of um, 12, uh, of five new moons at 12 degrees, that's kind of sand, so it's the middle one, so that's always a turning point too. We'll have two more new moons at 12 degrees before they um, shift um, degrees. And it's sandwiched in the middle of six... Um, um, six twenty-seven degree full moons. Okay, and all of these, this kind of coinciding um, uh, degrees of new moons, really also coincide with being taken into this um, confinement of a draconic bowl that we have going on, where all the planets are right or are all on one side of the chart. So I kind of see this as. Um, as we are being taken into this time of, I've called it before, an alchemy, um, time to really kind of go in and mix all the ingredients together and emerge by creating something very new. So it's kind of exciting, all of this, to be quite honest. So first to look at the 12. Um, so the 12, of course, is a three. And 12.3 really denotes the end of a cycle with new beginnings to come. So we're getting that over and over again. But 12.3 is also about love of pleasure and creativity, going back to that card, and and, um, and art. But it doesn't necessarily be becoming an artist. I think we are artists of our own lives. So there's growth, expansion, communication, rhythm and completion are all to do with the 12-3 vibration. Because uh, as well, the 12, if you think about it, the, the zodiac is 12. So we have 12 houses, 12 signs, and there's 12 in so many things. It really is coming full circle in the wheel of life. So I'm very hopeful that by the time we have... Um, the next two new moons after this in um, uh, very early February and very early March and then the full moon in March that we'll be kind of emerging from this um, alchemical pot of creativity. So to talk a little bit more about 12, it's, it's very self-reliant. Um, it's related to Pisces and the Hanged Man. So uh, the Hanged Man is very much kind of about surrendering to flow as well. Sorry, I've got all the animals. We've got two elderly animals here that are kind of showing signs of, you know, completing their life too. So, um, But 12, as I said, re represents a completed cycle of experience and... And then, of course, on the wheel of life, it's the start of the new one. 
But to go back to what I was saying about the hanged man in the tarot and Pisces, that's very similar to what I was saying about this Leo card. It's about kind of surrendering to this creative experience. All right. So, so we've got that as well moving through. Um, of course, the 12 balance is blending the energies of the number one and the two. And the one and the two are the divine masculine and the divine feminine. But you can see we've got a lot We've got a lot of beginnings and a lot of endings on on this uh, chart. Um, so a lot of, but there's more twos. So I really think that we're moving into a year where the um, divine feminine, the yin, the more caring, more loving energy is more um, coming to the fore. Um, I've been kind of thinking of a theme for the new for the year and all I can think and it just keeps coming back again and again it's is it's the year of the rise of the divine feminine all right so so to look a little bit more at the number two the the number two is the high priestess and the moon it's it's very very feminine okay and it relates to um, pursuing a life mission and li or life purpose. Two is the diplomat, the friend, the peacemaker, the gentle, kind, charming, insightful, sensitive, team player. You know, you get all those, those kind of feminine, really um, uh, caring, nurturing aspects that are not just in women, of course. So we've got all those twos. We've got the two, we've got the one though, the first month, so new beginnings. The node's still at one degree. And and then we've um, got a universal year, which is three twos. So, and that adds up to a six is a universal year. And a universal year that's a six, we'll only probably talk about this once, although I may refer back to it occasionally as we go through the year. But the, the 2022 or a six universal year really asks us to hunker down and focus on family and loved ones and spend time with people we care for. Of course, this is the family of choice or the family, you know, of your birth. But then you may be called to heal rifts, family rifts, or to move on once and for all and seek out your soul family elsewhere. Uh, whatever that means for you, but it definitely means family. Um, so other things that um, the um, the universal six means is it's kind of like a warm embrace. It relates to home, to love, to unconditional love, like the kind of motherly love a woman has for her children. Um, safety, protection, the sanctuary of home often come into the collective focus during a six universal year. So you might also want to beautify your home throughout this year. Uh, talking about caring for others and taking action on it because this is unconditional love at its core. Um, so, you know, giving freely, giving compliments, giving practical help, showing interest in people. And um, you, in a six universal year, people will open up a little and be more generous. Um, but it takes a little practice at first because we've just come out of a year that's kind of been a bit chaotic, a five year of change. 
um, crafts and creativity like homespun crafts uh, you might feel drawn to do them in a six universal year but one of the biggest things is about self-love which is kind of a little bit difficult for um, selfless six um, self-love is paramount this year because as the old um, uh, saying goes you can't fill from an empty cup so this year really is about all about filling up fill yourself with with love yes unconditional love taking time out to care for yourself far from limiting your own levels of usefulness this will increase what you have to offer to the world so make self care your uh, priority moving into this month we're kind of getting it right away on this on you know we're kind of saying dive into this feminine loving nurturing mothering energy in um, 2022 so um, the challenge of course is maintaining this loving and giving energy <laughs> It could be a little bit exhausting and so there it comes back to um, filling up your own cup first. So all of that, okay. And right, now let's go to the new moon. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is that the, the, the new moon at 12 degrees Capricorn is out of bounds. The moon itself is out of bounds. And that's kind of interesting on a new moon, because when the moon is out of bounds, um, let me try and explain it simply. Um, generally, our the planets that we look at uh, move along the ecliptic, which is the path of the sun from our perspective. And when a planet is out of bounds, it's usually it's the inner planets that can go out of bounds mostly, um, the faster moving ones. Um, it's off the ecliptic so it's a little untethered it's out it's no longer under the thumb of the sun it's gone beyond the pale to i'm quoting some stephen forrest th things here he one of the master astrologer wrote a great article about the out of um outer bounds moon uh, the outer bounds moon is kind of shattering the boundaries um uh, it's it's kind of saying roll the dice it's spontaneous emancipated liberated <laughs> and uh the moon has claimed its own genius its passion and its right to be itself okay with the outer bounds moon um so um when this i find it really interesting so it's kind of uranian in nature and the new moon itself is in trying to Uranus and so you know all of this is really kind of um, making this a very wild card new moon it's also um, the new moon is also widely opposed opposing black moon Lilith which means it, it's at its perigee so it's a, a kind of a super full moon it's closest it's out it's very much close to earth so we're feeling the effects of a new moon so uh, did I say full moon? Sorry, but it's 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 kind of very close. So we're feeling the impacts really kind of um, closely. But the dark side of an outer bounds moon um, can be a little bit um, selfish and insensitive to hum to others. 
and it can be a little bit cold and even inhuman all right because the moon is our emotional body so uh, the the outer bounds moon often thrusts alienating circumstances from the outside so know that and know that the moon with it, a new moon being conjunct the sun the sun is saying i want you back here i want to tether you back to this ecliptic and the moon and uranus are saying no we're gonna break the mold on this new moon so it, it's a very kind of um quite shocking new moon in a way it's really kind of going to um kind of shock us out of our comfort zones because Capricorn really kind of like structure and it represents the structures of life that we live under. It represents elder wisdom as well and so um, out the structures we live under I think are going to, we're going to feel this collapse that's been brewing under the um, um, un, um for, for months and years a couple of years or more and we're really going to feel this um our boundaries pushed and our limits pushed and we're going to find our limitations okay so i'm not talking about our self-limiting beliefs i'm talking about real sensible limitations we're going to going to be pushed to our limitations and we're going to go oh no no I can't go beyond that. <laughs> so getting clear on what your boundaries are and what your values are is really important in this. And that brings me back to Venus being on that degree from January 2020, which is 22 again. The twos um, coming back to love. Venus being love. Venus, Venus being our values. You know, our values and our um, love nature has been stressed to the max over the last couple of years. And now we're being invited to really reflect on it and review on it and to start creating the structures of our lives in complete alignment with our values. All right, going back to all those twos, the divine feminine, lots of love, the universal six year. Um, can't stress this enough. Okay. And there's Saturn as well at 12 degrees in, um, in Aquarius, which is ruled by both Saturn and um, Uranus. And of course, Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn, where the new moon um, is taking place. And so uh, Saturn and Uranus will have just had the final of their three exact squares. And now Saturn is moving towards Uranus to uh, start a new cycle in um, in a couple of years or so or more. <laughs> and um, about seven, actually, just over because eh, Saturn, Uranus will have moved on. So maybe eight, nine years. I haven't looked at the new cycle. But the point is that we are being asked to think outside the box with this Uranian um, energy and build something innovative, build and create something new that um, comes out of this energy of um, extreme change that we've been under. Now, I can't tell you what that means for me, 
But, you know, it's often said in the news since all, all of the craziness we've had in the last two years has been going on that we can't go back to exactly normal. We have to find a new way to do things. You know, I'm, I'm, how that's going to look, um, I can't say. Um, a lot of it depends on what you want to create for yourself. But I do know that we have the North Node still in um, Gemini on this, which is more about local community, closer connections. It's the lover's card in the tarot. It's about bringing together the opposites. But there's less emphasis, I think, on um, having like a million friends all over the world and large groups of friends and moving just closing it in a little bit more to go back to that universal six number of family mattering more your, your closer circle might you might create a boundary around your closer circle as the world has of, obviously changed um so um to go back to that north node now <laughs> jupiter moving into pisces oh yes unfortunately jupiter spends so little time in pisces this year because jupiter is the traditional ruler of pisces and um moves to this zero degree we had jupiter dip into pisces a little bit um in the summer of 2021 so we got a feel of what was coming People started to feel good a little bit more. And when Jupiter moves into Pisces right at the very end of 2021, we'll start to just have feel um, universal blessings a little bit more to tune into what we have faith in and what we have and what we believe in. Jupiter is very much about belief. And Jupiter is squaring the nodes, which is always a pivot point on this new moon. And uh, Jupiter's saying, um, have we learned the lessons of the nodes and the eclipses um, in Sagittarius and Gemini over the last uh, couple of years, almost since May 2020, actually? And are we ready to expand into this new way of being and um, to expand in faith? in um in the universe and then to move towards that north node that i just talked about um zero degrees is also kind of the number of the fool it's uh, in the tarot you know it's it's kind of the fool is like possibilities i can feel the possibilities that we can create and vision okay so that's very positive as well we also have mercury um i said at zero degrees aquarius again the number of the fall the, the number of new beginnings that hot degree aquarius being the sign of the future where we're moving towards and we are of course moving in to the age of aquarius so there's a sense of possibility as we have this middle of um five new moons at 12 degrees we have this possibility that yeah the last two years may have absolutely been sucky terrible horrendous and we're not completely out of the pit yet but we kind of know what to do now and we know how we can create something new at an individual level and the answer of course is love 
And Jupiter in Pisces is kind of about higher love as well. Jupiter is natural law is another way and Pisces is is the collective unconscious and the connection with the divine and spirit and the muse and that creative impulse of uh, kind of the womb of creativity. I also always think of Pisces as the amniotic fluid. And, and so you can see that all of this is building to, um, to us as individuals to just choose love and to choose to create a more loving world. That's the opportunity. Of course, you know, to come back to Venus briefly, Venus still is retrograde and conjunct, er, uh, conjunct Pluto and square to Eris. So we're still being shaken and um, and stirred up um, through this season, but it's starting to emerge out of it and starting to create something really new that's different, um, different to how you've lived before. Um, again, comes back really back to that smaller circle, probably. Um, you know, really focusing on the home, the family, whatever that means for you, your soul family. People are going to draw back in together, uh, perhaps kind of start living um, in extended families more even or um, uh, living in uh, communities more. That where we can, everybody can trust each other and has uh, shared values. It's very much kind of that kind of energy. So I think I've kind of rattled on quite a lot. I did want to talk quickly about Jupiter's move into Pisces though. Uh, Jupiter, as I said, will move pretty quickly through Pisces. So I'm not going to give you the dates. But one big, big thing we have uh, in April as we um, leave these uh, con these new and full moons in at consecutive degrees is that Jupiter will meet Pisces. Um, Interestingly, the last time that, sorry, Jupiter will meet Neptune in Pisces. So the traditional and modern rulers of the sign will meet up together uh, in April for the first time in that sign since 1856. And 1856, uh, for those of you in the US, but some of you others might find it interesting, was the year that the Republican Party was formed. Hmm. No comment on that, but how interesting is that with what we've got going on in the world? And uh, <laughs> and Jupiter and Neptune together in Pisces is kind of like heightened kind of uh, belief, but uh, there's also a big element of dissolution and um, and things kind of falling apart with Neptune and Pisces as well. So I just thought I'd drop that little... Um, uh, nugget in there. If you're more interested in the history of 1856, there's com. You can go back and have a look at um, the more detailed history of that time and, and the time afterwards. All right. Okay. So one other thing I do want to mention is that the sun is now in Capricorn and Venus is in retrograding Capricorn. Those two are heading towards their connection. That is the Venus star point 
um, at 18 degrees of Capricorn. And, uh, and Juno, Juno is on that degree on this. And the, really the new moon is conjunct the degree that Venus will station direct at, at the end of January. Um, so her retrograde path is being, um, um, being covered here by this because Venus will st station um, direct at 11 degrees of Capricorn and the new moon's at 12. And here is that moon out of bounds and the sun going, hey, you're out of here, you're out of here. <laughs> um, but yet they're both kind of being pulled towards this Venus energy of love and self-love and values again. So, and there's Juno right at the star point, Juno being really the sacred marriage um, or Heros Gamos um, asteroid. She is again bringing us all together and Juno was the goddess who cared for women and children and that more motherly kind of energy so that's being brought in yet again. So I hope this is giving you some hope in some what is what seems like some quite dark times. That chaos out there, we're kind of being asked to shut it out a little bit, I think, with these um, this these energies as we go into 2022. And again, to bring it closer in to family and um, and so on and so forth. Right. Oh, so just a reminder before I go to the symbols that um, you can find me um, as Cosmic Owl Astrology everywhere <laughs> and, and that I'm the uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram mainly. I, I don't post to Twitter really. Um, I would appreciate subscribes and follows everywhere, especially on my YouTube channel. I'm really trying to grow this YouTube channel that I'm going to post the video of this on. Um, I also would appreciate reviews on iTunes for the podcast if you feel um, so inclined. Um, we've got, um, I've got quite a few reviews on there already and uh, the more reviews the better, the more reviews um, the more visibility the podcast gets. Um, so there you go. So let's look at the Sabian symbol first of all for uh, this new moon. So it's a fire worshipper meditates on the ultimate realities of existence. The subjective quest for ultimates beyond the interplay of life and death processes. Beyond cultural enjoyment and the passion for accumulation of often unusable data of sense knowledge stands the willful and determined adventure in consciousness of the occultist, the yogi, the mystic. The mystery of fire has always captured man's imagination because it is the mass mystery of all transformations wrapped in the enigma of death. In times when collective, perhaps total death could be in store for mankind, the process of subjective meditation is fascinating on an even great is fascinating an even greater number of people. It's, um, Rudyard says we're moving to a stage beyond life itself. Are we ready to take this step which the masters of yoga or mistresses too claim to have taken 
to experience death and return to the same body? Are we ready to demonstrate humans' will to transcendence? Now, my personal take on that in, in light of what I've said of everything is that we are to kind of transcend that all that chaos and crap that's out there and tune into that creative spark of love. Okay, that's basically what it comes down to. So the um, Chandra symbol, a very old wrinkled brown paper sack. Use and misuse, taking advantage of your own beast of burden endurance to get the most out of yourself you possibly can extracting productive results from all other factors and fixating upon these. Eventually, you get what you put into it. And if there is a self-exploitative or a darkly abusive side to your way of operating, it generates the karma of ageing and death and blight. So it becomes crucial to develop against the grain compassion and all the gentler feelings because if unchecked the heavy-handed self-demand to make the world work better at all costs will decimate the inner self well self-love turning to compassion and all the gentler feelings <laughs> there we go it keeps coming back again and again and again so, you know, I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but we do have a new moon the day after New Year's Day at the start of this 2022 sixth universal year. So one of the primary things I'm going to ask you to set intention for or New Year's resolutions for is for self-care and self-help. Make it an absolute priority. Um, it's something I've been working on myself this year um, and now I'm going to make it even more my priority. Um, I've let it slide a little bit to the end of the year because I got so flaming busy. But no, it's time to do a lot of self-care. And if, if, you, if that means, you know, if you manage your own calendar, like if you're an entrepreneur like me, schedule time. If you have a J-O-B, schedule time before or after your work. Make time to do things that just fill your cup. What brings you absolute pleasure? What uh, makes you feel happy and skip, skipping around and joyful? And do more of that, okay? <laughs> Oh, the new moon is telling us that and it's saying we are coming to the end of a very big cycle with all these 12s as well. And moving into a time that's more loving and compassionate. Thank the goddess. So from now, uh, for now, it's goodbye from me, Louise Eddington, the Cosmic Owl, Cosmic Owl Astrology. And please don't forget to leave me those reviews Go buy my books, come follow me, come buy a reading. I offer consultations and I also have a membership called the Venus Enchantment Community. So check it out at the links below. Much love. <laughs>